0: Welcome back to Mishni Yomi. We begin the ninth parak of Mesechda's Kloyim with Mishnah Aleph. Moving on to Mishnah Base. And we are finally at when I say the word Kloyim. What comes to mind? Shotness. What exactly is shotness? we'll discuss coming up. According to Sheetha's Rashi, in fact, it's not just that you have wool and linen together, but it has to be spun together. It has to be done in a way which probably never, ever really happens unless you're intentionally trying to make shotness. But that is on a level to rise and there are those who disagree. So, let's begin. The very first halacha is, the Mishnah tells us, the only things that are subject to Shatniz Mida Oraisa are wool and linen. Once we mention wool and linen, let's discuss other areas where wool and linen are what the Torah exclusively looks at when it comes to materials for various other halachas. If someone has a nega, seras, on a garment, it has to be one of either wool or linen in Okahanim. Similarly, a coin in the base of Middash only wears garments made of either wool or linen, meaning some of the things they wore were wool, some of the things were linen, and then perhaps some of the things they wore were actually Shatnes. That's a further machlokus in the Gemara. Exactly what was this Was it just a coin Gadol? Was the coin head yo Was it only on Yom Kippur? Hey, this week's Parsha is acharemos. We could discuss it more on Friday. Um, it's interesting to note, there's a, a facet in the Mechaber and Ramah. The Mechaber is of the opinion, the base of Yosef is of the opinion that we see uh, the, from this Mishnah that in a way, the Torah only views wool and linen as halachic garments. Anything that's not a halach, it's not weighed of wool and linen is not considered halachic garment. And that being the case, what therefore is a halachic garment one would have to wear a talus, that tzitzis. If you want to have a felt tzitzis, it has to be on what's considered a halachic garment. It's not enough to just be a garment of four corners, but in fact has to be a garment of either wool or linen, i.e. the halachic materials. Barring that, it's not chayiv and tzitzis. Whereas there disagrees, and how do we paskin? So... Uh, the Svardim, uh, the Ashkenazim, there are those who want to be Machmir like this Machaber, but to say that you should only wear one of wool and linen. Now I tell you, the Chaznish, he definitely, he wore cotton, it's brought down, and many other great people wore cotton, so you don't have to, but that's definitely what is brought down based off this. What happens if a person takes wool and blends it together? Blends together sheep's wool with camel hair if most of it is from the camel so although there may be a little semer of uh sheep wool of a sheep in there and then you tie that together with you you weave it together with linen it's multiple robe If robe mineral also Moses from the wool of a sheep then it's forbidden to combine it with linen also similarly al if it's half and half it's also forbidden so just like sometimes people tie different types of wools together so there are also you take linen you put it together with hemp Hemp's a very similar material to linen and same halacha would apply there as well you can only combine it with wool if the hemp is the ichor is is, is, is rov if the hemp is most Mishnah base although Midoraisa it's only wool and linen as we mentioned in the previous Mishnah there are other materials which are so similar to wool and linen that from their a the perspective they they uh forbade it more i don't know if it's mars iron as much as it just looks like you're doing the wrong thing <laughs> silk and cloth which is something that resembles wool are not subject to clayum, Aval assumed name Mars Ion. So it's called Mars Ion. Again, I don't know if this is Mars Ion in the classical sense that someone's gonna think you're doing the wrong thing. That's why it's there, or they asked it because, you know, more formally, because and the reason for it was the Mars Ion. Okay. A clay so it's any by Mishum mats and cushions. You have a couch made of climb not a problem. You could sit on it, but there's a rabbinic concern. You can't sit in a way that your skin touches it, because the concern then is that some of the climbs going to kind of the edges are going to be frayed, and they're going to end up somehow. These edges will curl over onto you, and then you're going to have climb on top of you. And I should point out this is only when we're talking about very rough things, things that are softer. You can't sit on it at all, which is, answers the uh, perhaps the, one of the famous questions that's brought up by Tosfos in Beitzah. It, it says that the, the kohanim would take the um, their begadim, their clothes, they'd fold it over and go to sleep on them. And the question is, what do you mean? It's climb? How can they have enough klayim? And granted, they are allowed to wear klayim. And they may say, migdash, it's a special dispensation when they're working. But they're not working. How can they sleep on these klayim? And the answer may be, because krayim from suyos, and also it was made from, a, it was from rougher wool and rougher material. And therefore, that may be the reason. Here's the next halacha. Ein aray le There's no permission to wear klayim, even le temporarily, casually. This is a, a, a spawn of very interesting question. That is, well, anytime one goes to a suit store and they try on a suit to see if it fits them, then what do they do if it fits them? They bring it home and they bring it to get checked for shotness. Well, one minute, how are they allowed to try a suit on? How can anyone ever try on clothes in a in a, in a store without checking for client first, uh, maybe it's climbing now you, you're going to wear it in a climb so really you just have to buy it bring it to a bring it to a guy uh, to check up for shotness and at that point you can't return it because he's going to rip certain parts he makes certain slits to t- check the inside so that it's a huge chumrah how is one ever allowed to, to try in a suit so this is the post can talk about the post can point out if you turn to Mishnah the fifth Mishnah it says mohri, mohri kadarkon, someone who sells um clothing a, a garment seller is allowed to sell in the re- regular way meaning he can wear them in order to show off to his customers what he's wearing Well actually this guy. I don't want to read the whole mission now, but basically, as long, so long as he's not actually wearing it because he needs the uh, he needs to cover himself, that seems to be a steer. By the way, His, it says "ainarai the climb." There it says "mochre mochre ksus mochre kedarkon." So the Rishon where we point out the Rosh included, says that the author of this Mishnah in Mishnah Gimel may be Rabbi uh, Rabbi Yehuda who says "molchad shenetzrich legufa" is chayiv. That if you, even if you do something, if the out and that wasn't your intent, well, you're still obligated. So, here, although your intent was not, in this case of a right, it was not to actually wear it, but rather you put it on temporarily, we don't care about your intent, we care about the action. Whereas Rav Shimon disagrees and says, no, we care about the intent almost as much as we care about the action, and therefore, over there, since your intent is not to wear it for the clothing purposes, but rather to show it off, so therefore, you're pater there are other there are other cool as well the uh i believe says that one first of all we're dealing here that it would be cr- a crazy case of hefsit to require every single person to to buy every all the clothes or get custom-made clothes that's that's a little crazy and the, the, and the torah is amodish so it clearly has to be some sort of heter. and he says either way it's probably a svek sveka and what's the svek sveka the se- suffix when you put the clothes on maybe there's claim maybe there's not claiming even if there's claims who said it's rice so we have a Rashi. rashi, we have other benefits to rely on maybe even we possibly you know who's which part of this ministry we possibly like, and therefore he allows it. And there are other posts that mostly give reasons why it is allowed. Now, you can't even wear climb, even if you are wearing 10 other garments on top of it. You still can't wear a climb because then you're, you're still wearing it. And a even for the purpose of evading taxes, and it seems that a person had to uh, pay taxes for whatever he had in his suitcase. He went through customs. They said, what do you have in your suitcase? i pay taxes on it. So he's, he had a brilliant idea. Like those people trying to, you know, I don't know, the are trying to get as much, uh, as many of those farmers as they can onto They start wearing their shvar, and they put, they have their gemara in, uh, under their shirt, and they have, they have you know, the mishabur in their pants. You know, so the same thing here. The guy kind of walks through customs wearing 10 garments, not because he actually wants to wear them for the for the heat, or because he wants to be clothed, but rather he's trying to avoid taxes. That, too, is considered a right of the this and for this purpose is, that is also, also, I wish everyone a wonderful Day.